Welcome into Between the Bylines. I'm John Camacho. And this is Jacob Waters. And I owe another shot. I'm sorry. That that second one hit me in the wrong spot. Ooh, That's I need good. a second. Those are the good shots. Uh, I need a second. I will take that before the end of this pod for sure. I'll do it. I'll do it in the next like, couple minutes. Ooh, sorry about that, guys. All right, guys. We have a great show for you guys today. We will be talking about all the biggest news that came out of the NFL. We will also touch on a little bit of college as well as well as give you our picks for week six of the NFL. And, guys, we have right now a 75% success rate on our locks of the We're week. We're killing it. We are absolutely killing it. Guys, there are sites that brag about 60% success rate. And granted, you know, we're just five weeks in, so we'll see how it looks at the end of the year. But, man, we are doing really, really well. Our system has been working great. 12-4, and four, there's been two different weeks where we have been undefeated. And uh, I think just, yeah, so, I mean, we're doing we're doing great. And we're going to keep it rolling this week with, with our picks. So please check that out. Win some money with us. We want everybody to win, be winning some money this week. If you're new to the show and you're wondering about the shots that we just took, we do a shot bet every single week. We don't know what it'll be until we find a it disagreement. Just yeah. We usually find a disagreement. It's not hard to find. Yeah. Um, but let's get to some of the biggest news of the week. And, and I mean, how do we not start with the the Dak Prescott injury? Um, just I mean, absolutely horrific. I thought I thought he broke his whole his whole leg. I'm not gonna lie. I thought because I didn't I, originally I didn't realize it was just the ankle. I think he kind of got lucky. It could have been a fibia tibia kind of yeah. terrible thing. Obviously, lucky is not the right word. He's going to have what four to six month recovery. Obviously, out for the season. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bleak. I feel bad for him. Uh, Dak's had a lot going on this off season. Whether it be the contract negotiations, him um, him coming out about mental awareness with his brother and that whole situation, and you know, just to see the way that he broke down on the field, you just kind of saw all of his energy and passion for what he's been doing. He puts everything because whether you agree with it or not, this is a guy who feels like he deserves to be paid and he knows his worth and he was going out there and he was doing a, a really good job at it and just to see it go down like that really sucks now Terrible. let me go let's go back though injury aside there was a contract on the table for Dak at the time that was 35 million dollars mm-hmm. he was going to be getting a five-year deal you know and they had some discrepancies on that and that's the thing that really comes back and it just really sucks because he was going out there and doing Doing yeah, a really to. good job Absolutely. earning his contract. Yeah. And the stuff like I mean, this gets was, in the way, man. <laughs> the offense was not the problem for the, no. for the Cowboys. You shouldn't, you shouldn't score 40 something points and lose. That no. You do your job as a quarterback when you do that. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree with that. It, it is so unfortunate. Uh, now moving forward, obviously, let's we'll circle back to Dak in a second, but we'll talk about the Cowboys real quick because I don't think a whole lot of people were super excited for the Cowboys after the first month of the season. I mean, it just wasn't looking good. That defense did not look like it was even close. And now they have, uh, now they have, you know, the red rifle. They they have a- uh, Andy Dalton, which we said in the off season was a great hire and, and a great insurance policy for Dak. Um, and I still believe that. I do. Yeah, think I mean, he, he, was, he stepped up and got him the win. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, just going into last week or going into the season, I would have told you that the Cowboys had probably a top five backup in in the league, right? Like as far as like you can't get a better backup to have that much game experience and played on some some really. Shit it uh, bangled teams and played a couple good game, good teams as well you know early on in his career but i mean this is the best offense he's ever played on so i mean we're really yeah andy don't gets a lot of flack where does not do no, being not in all. cincinnati man he was the last quarterback to lead them to the playoffs yeah don't know if he won a game or not but either way he was able to get that dumpster fire of a team <laughs> to the playoffs yeah and now you give him all of this talent around him it's the same thing that Dax had to deal with you know they, they're still not winning games they won this yeah. one unfortunately but going forward i don't know what's going to happen but you could be in a far worse spot I, I yeah i absolutely agree so you know we'll see what happens with that i've i don't know man do you, do you think the cowboys have any chance 
Yeah, they have a chance just because of the division and the way that it shapes up. I mean, offensively, they're still loaded. It's feed Zeke time. Yeah. It's not too bad. Do you think this helps? Like, in fantasy, do you think this uh, – how does how does the rest of the offense affected by this? As From a fantasy perspective, obviously, let's take the injury aside and just look at it from numbers. How are these players going to be affected? Yeah, I mean, I think – see, Zeke's been struggling this year yes. when it comes to ball he's security. Well. Yeah. He's, he's been fumbling. He's very upfront about it and open, talking about his issues and hoping that he gets better as it goes on. Yeah. Uh, I think Zeke's going to get some more touches – uh, Pollard's been getting mixed in the game a lot. And now, I, if I'm a DC going against Andy Dalton, the thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to try to shake that rust off. I'm going to knock his head off, knock the cobwebs off, yeah. make him push the ball down the field and beat you, take Zeke out of the game, and, you know, see if Andy yeah, Dalton absolutely. can, can it, it. it. Really, it takes away an element because I'm not going to, I look, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know the difference between Dak and, and uh, Andy Dalton as a thrower. I would yeah. have told you, you know, last year, Andy Dalton wasn't a bad thrower. Full. He can make every throw. I think obviously Dak's probably a better, better, you know, pure passer, but the, really the, the way this helps the defenses that, that go against this offense is you don't have to worry about the athleticism from the quarterback. It's you true. don't, you don't have to worry about Dak getting outside of the pocket. Dak can make some plays on the run uh, and, and that element, of the game goes away. So from a purely football standpoint, that's really what you look at. So yeah. so with, with all that being said, let's circle back to the injury. Six months, let's just say six months, he should be ready to go next season. Um, do you what, what do you think? What do you think Jerry Jones does? Man, I mean Jerry Jones didn't want to pay him when he was healthy, slinging yeah. the ball. And you know I've come out and I've kind of been a bad guy on Dak's side. You know yeah, always you know bad like, guy. You put your opinion the out there. I mean like as I said, it was just. You know, Dak had a $35 million offer on the table, and I felt like that's right around what he's worth. I think it's worth far and, more. And, yeah, and, I, and I, I still, agree. Yeah, and I still stand by that even with this injury. It's unfortunate. And it sucks going forward for Dak because it's like you had to fight tooth and nail for $35 million, yeah. healthy, doing a really good job. Now, for example, what if Andy Dalton comes out and this team ends up getting 10 wins? Going to the playoffs, that's very likely in this division. Yeah, I mean, at ten wins, I wouldn't say it's likely, but in this division, nine and seven is a, is a playoff loss. Well, yeah, and, like, and, they, you know? and they can go to and they can go to the playoffs, no problem. So, I mean, yes, there is a clear step down from Dak to Andy Dalton. Yeah, I nobody's mean, saying no. That. Yeah, yeah, we're not arguing that, but you save yourself a price tag of a franchise quarterback that you may not know with the injury and the blah blah blah, all yeah. the other stuff that goes around it. I don't know where they're going to go. Here's another element to this, and I think it's worth noting. Obviously, I'm not saying this will happen, but this is a team that's won their first game in Week Five, right, against the against the Giants. So they're one and four. It is not outside the realm of possibility that they end up with a top five pick in the NFL draft. Cowboys? Oh, Cowboys. they got two wins. They have two wins. Yeah, they they got one on their belt already. Okay, my bad. All right, no, uh, you're good. no, you're you're absolutely right. They they forget who they beat, but you're right. They they were one and four going into that game, but it's not outside the realm of possibility that they're what top ten, top oh, fifteen, of course. So, uh, tr- you know, in that range for maybe a Trey Lance. So or you're a, saying the other. I'm, you're saying I'm the other. Wondering, I'm wondering if Jerry Jones looks to this team and says, and Grant, I do think they're in a win now situation. I think it probably would behoove them better just to pay the quarterback and move forward with, uh, you know, you know, with their team at, with a you know a veteran. That knows what he's doing, but could it behoove the the Cowboys to to go a different direction and say, "Hey, we're paying all these other guys. Let's take a cheap quarterback for the next five years and see what we can do with them." A guy who has talent. You're telling me a jail or not Jalen Hurts, uh, the Ohio State or help me out, uh, Trey Lance. Tr- no, not Trey Lance, the Ohio State guy, uh, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. I don't yeah. know why I lost his name. You're telling me Justin Fields wouldn't perform very very well on that team. I, no, I, I mean, mean he, he could he could light it up, man. I, I mean, think if, he could you, too. if you're opening up the realm to these I, quarterback. I'm just, changes, I'm there's saying, a Sam Darnold that could come into play. Man. Sam Darnold's cheap right now. 
Super cheap. And I'll sit here and I'll be the Sam Darnold guy, and I know I will get some hate for it. Sam Darnold makes throws that if Pat Mahomes did that, that's on ESPN Top 10. That's yeah, it's the, getting replayed fifteen thousand times. The run against, uh, granted, it was the Broncos deep, but I mean Broncos. You know, it's still an NFL football team. Uh, that run against the Broncos, what was like a forty-five yard run. If Lamar Jackson did that, it would be you know everybody would yeah. lose their fucking mind. He, he's shown I, a lot of fight. <laughs> he's shown a lot of grit, and he has done a lot of good things on a team that really doesn't have a lot of good going for them. And it just it pains me to see people say Sam Darnold's the problem. Sam Darnold's the issue. Lev Bell's not working well. He's a cancer in the locker room. Blah blah blah. It's your damn GM and your coach. You need to get them out of there. Yeah. And no, the GM and the coach the same person, right? Adam Gase. No, I think they do have another G. They, they have a different GM that they Clean heard afterwards. Yeah, it doesn't way. matter either Get them out. I, I, I do absolutely agree with that. It's just, I mean, there's so many ways that this could go. And, look, we're talking about the downside for Dak. There is another way that this actually works out for Dak in the sense that, look, so he's still getting paid. He, he got that money no yeah. matter what, regardless of injury for this year, right? Now, next year's uh, question, he could get franchise tagged again, $37 million next year for franchise tag. He'll probably take that, and he'll probably be fine with that. The Cowboys will probably end up doing that. But we're, everyone is expecting the salary cap to go down in 2021 for the first time in a long time because, obviously, revenue COVID. is a lot lower this year. COVID took uh, hit the NFL just like everywhere else. So there is a possibility, and I don't know their numbers, but does it make sense to me that if the salary cap goes down and, and Dak Prescott would charge a $37 million cap hit uh, to, the, to the Cowboys, they might not be able to afford that because of all the other guys they're paying. And the Cowboys might be stuck into a situation where they have to give Dak a long term, uh, a longer term deal if they want to go Dak, right? Just if, to balance the budget. Just yeah. to balance the budget where they can they can charge 2022 or 2023 $30, 40000000 million. You know how like they, they always do that kind of thing to, to fudge the numbers to where they can guarantee Dak $50 million in, in year three of his deal, save their, themselves money this year, and be perfectly fine. I mean, the Cowboys do that all the time. That makes sense to me if they wanted to go that route, if they wanted to believe that Dak is is back from this injury. And and I hate to just kind of gloss that over because I understand, like I I understand very very vividly what it's like to come back from a, a you know a serious leg and ankle injury like that. And I'm not an athlete, and I know I know how difficult that was for me. So I I can't imagine to have to get to that level how hard that is. I mean I just I just absolutely can't imagine. Um, so you know we gloss that over because everybody does, and he'll probably do it too. You can tell him. She's he has for the game and he'll he'll be back but you know it's definitely worth worth mentioning. yeah he'll be back and listen all the other stuff Andy Dalton's success all the other maybe quarterbacks that we might see here and there no I, I still think it's Dak's team it is a Dak led Cowboys offense it Jerry Jones found a diamond in the rough in the fourth round I don't know what Dak was doing still there because we saw the moments in college he plays a lot different than he did uh, versus college to now but I, I think he's got it, man. I think it should be Dak's job to come back and Dak's job to get. No, I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, let's go. Let, let's go to the the Jets. And I hate that we talk about the Jets so much in this pod, but it's so interesting <laughs> that Adam Gase is now not the first or second co- uh, coach to get fired. When Adam, I'd have lost that bet, yeah, I would have definitely lost that bet. Dan Quinn. Now all uh, the other names, though, I would have had. We knew these guys were coming. Yeah, I knew Dan Quinn would be done. I, I mean, look, uh, Billy O. I was on the fence. I didn't know what was going to happen. I but didn't I mean, think they'd have the guts to do it. Yeah, I didn't either. But I mean, it does. It makes perfect sense. I I mean, you can't you can't have that type of a record and, and do that. Um, but where where are you at with Adam Gase and them trying to trade Le'Veon Bell now? I'm just I'd love to hear your thoughts because I know you're a big Le'Veon Bell. Well, guy. I, I like Lev a lot, and I just don't know how inept of a coach you have to be, especially to be an offensive guru 
as to for some reason you just are attached to Frank Gore at the hip mm-hmm. and you refuse to look at the success that Lev had in Pittsburgh and say, oh, that's on my team right now. Mm-hmm. And Jamison Crowder is my best wide receiver. Denzel Mims is really banged up. Yeah, I really need some help all around. You, Lev should be out in the slot. Lev should be back in shotgun. He should be... He should be all over the place being utilized the way that he should if you want to perform on the field. Yeah. But he's not. No, he's not. He's, uh, he's absolutely not. You're paying him that much money. Yes, you already came out and said you'd wish you wouldn't have done that. Okay, instead of sitting there and complaining about that, why don't you utilize the player that you have? For me, I say free my boy Lev. Adam Gase, let him go. I hope he goes somewhere else. He'll be truly appreciated, and he can really help out in the running game. Sadly, there's no team that pops off in my head other than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just yeah. because we've seen the way that he was utilized there, and we saw the usage rate, how much he, how how good he was. Yeah, and I don't think the Steelers would do that because no. I mean they have they have a litany of, of young running backs that they they have at their disposal. I mean you know obviously Connor because you got to take on the contract issues. right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you have Connor, you have uh, you have Benny Snell who's been up and down this season, and uh, McFarland looked great in Week Three and looked pretty okay this past week as well. Yeah. So yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I I look at I, I can't imagine a team doing that unless they're trying to make a huge push. Is there any team that we look at as maybe trying to make a push that just lost the running back? I mean, that's the problem is is you have to find a push team because a lot of push teams have their cap already spent. Yeah. That's the whole point. You know, you have a good roster, you got to pay these guys. I don't know a good team that has the cap that's kind of ready to make this move that might be a running back away. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. I mean, you look at maybe the the Giants near running back. Well, no, not really. I mean, you know, they're not going to pay a running well, yeah, back yeah, their what, record. What's the point? What's yeah, exactly. Point? I'm kind of yeah. I'm looking at like Dolphins figured it out at running back. Uh, Chargers. May, I thought, I thought maybe Seattle Chargers, would be a really sexy but, pick. Yeah, Chargers have lost four in a row, so they know they're not really in, in the running to make the playoffs. I mean, they're just you know trying to get there, I would think. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I can't imagine any team taking on this contract right now. I mean, really. It's, it's just hard to do because a lot of a lot of teams that you would say, oh, he kind of fits there. It's like, yeah. well, they got that guy. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, they, got the, they ain't got the money. There, There's three or four teams that I could look at that if their starter got hurt, they would probably look to make a deal. Right, like there's three or four teams. I'm not even gonna name because I don't want to put that out in the world. But I'm sure we can all kind of figure out what, where I'm going with that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, work workhorse back teams. Yeah, where exactly. If something happens to those guys and they, it's their oh gosh, like Chris Carson goes down for some reason yeah. or something. Seattle opens up. You know, you have you have certain teams exactly. where yeah, they have absolutely. a role. You can plug them in. Lev Bell's really talented. I still stand by it. Of course, I know there's people against him and not on his side of the fence. I'm here for him. I think this is more of an Adam Gase problem. Yep. And the sooner the Jets cut ties with him, and I think now's the year to do it because you were at a really pivotal point the in your franchise. Of the week. <laughs> yeah, the last. I'm just, I'm how about saying, the past? Yeah, how about like, the past? Can we go back year and do for that? Sure, there's they, no way. But he they makes already it. came out and said they endorsed him for the rest of the season. And the, look, honestly, I don't hate that in the sense that like. You're not going anywhere. What are you gaining from from firing Dan Quinn? What are you gaining from firing Bill O'Brien? Bill O'Brien makes more sense because he was really causing serious issues inside the locker room and stuff. Yeah, I think Gase is doing the same thing. But if you don't feel like it's to that level, you know, let him let him play out the season and then figure it out at the end of the year. You can't really do anything right now anyway. It's not like if you fire your coach, you can get oh, a young up and stunt. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you're gonna like save the season or anything like that. So just let it go. Yeah, I get that. But at the same time. You know, fans want to see that, like Dan Quinn getting fired. I think, which you know, we should celebrate because that was uh, that was a big one for us, right? I mean, we were, oh, uh, anyways, uh, you know, we were 
we were really big fans of fire of Dan Quinn. I mean, we said he should have been gone last year. He has this awesome run at the end of the yeah. season to save his job. And really, I think, you know, Julio, Matt Ryan, these guys that have been there for a while, they have to regret that, right? Like they they could have been one year closer to actually getting back on the right on, on in the right you know uh, foot and and this is just a wasted so year talent. for them. So much talent and now uh, the owner Arthur Blank has come out and said that they're going to have to evaluate Matt Ryan at the end of the year. Yeah. So they're looking of at course. this possible. Well, I mean, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's one of those things. Your coach con- and GM, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's upheaval process. It's do we want to. You know, why are we going to have this mediocre team with a really okay, a good quarterback? Matt Ryan is a good quarterback. Good quarterback. Good offense, good weapons, but you're not ready. Yeah, and also, I mean, Matt Ryan, great quarterback, yeah. But he's not, first of all, he's not like Tom Brady great as far as like his his talent in that, that regard. And on the other side, he's not. He doesn't play to the way the NFL is going, which is having an athletic quarterback that can make plays. Matt Ryan is a great quarterback, but he is one of those guys that is lost in the last generation of quarterbacks, not yeah. the new generation of athletic quarterbacks that can make a play. I mean, you know, you you look, you look at oh, the it's, NFL it's right Kyler now. Kyler and Deshaun and exactly. Lamar time. Yeah, there, there's not really a true pocket passer that can't, you know, that can't make a play when the play breaks down. That that's really being, you know, highly valued anymore. And if they are they're they're I mean they're worse for it I mean you look at like a Trubisky that was a bad decision to bet on a Trubisky over a you know like a a true pocket passing quarterback versus what Lamar or Deshaun was coming out of college you know Uh, so I I don't know I just think he's in a dangerous spot because he's not he's not Tom Brady he's one level or two levels down from Tom Brady so is there is there room for that you know if you could ship him out and get what you can bust up this roster I, I just I don't know because it's it's. I could see they're so talented. This is what I could see happening. I could see the Colts because the Colts are going to play themselves out of one of the top three quarterbacks this this year in this draft, right? Realistically, obviously, it's too early to guess what that's what's going to happen there. But could could we see Matt Ryan in a Colts uniform? They already wow. took a chance with uh, with Rivers. Rivers, obviously. You know, still having the same issues with interceptions, just one through one of the worst pick six I've ever seen. Like a rookie quarterback, you know, in his first game wouldn't make this mistake, but yeah. but Philip Rivers is. So I mean, you know, it, it wouldn't absolutely shock me if the Colts said, "Man, we made it to the playoffs, but we lost in the divisional round because Matt, because uh, you know, Philip Rivers couldn't make a play. We have this team set up. We're going to draft another wide receiver, and then we're gonna we're gonna pick up Matt Ryan and have a you know a great offensive line, great running back, uh, better weapon." at the wide receiver position and just go. You know what I mean? You have a lot of ways. Crazy? No, no, you're not because it's Matt Ryan and another name that pops up in my head, Julio Jones. Yeah. It's a Hall of Fame wide receiver, one of my favorite targets of all time. I mean, big body, physical freak of, of nature. But if you're the Falcons, he still has value. There is a team that would definitely pay the price to get him. Yeah. And you're looking at Russell Gage, who has outperformed anything that he was ever expected to do. Yeah. And you have Calvin Ridley who could easily plug into your number one and you could move forward with your team, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. And his payday's coming up soon. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know, like, there's so many different ways that you go with this GM, head coach type of fire. Do they they break it apart? Because really what they have is they have a really good quarterback and really good wide receiver weapons, and that's kind of it. And they have a lot of capital invested in the line. Yeah, but but it's not great. It's it's not terrible. It's a middle-of-the-way offense line. But with the amount of money they're spending, this should be a Colts or a a, a Buccaneers or something like that, a really great offense line, and they're not there. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, So, yeah, I I absolutely agree with you, man. A lot of questions going forward. Absolutely. Uh, let's let's bring more questions to the forefront with the Washington Redskins. I hate that next week we're going to talk about all the good teams in the NFL. This week we're talking about some of yeah. the bad, some of the worst teams. So that's just kind of where the storylines led us this week. Uh, Haskins was benched, and it happened before. Trade. 
Yeah, it, you think who's going to trade for Dwayne Haskins? I don't think anyone is, but why would you go from a guy? Listen, I'm not going to sit here and toot his horn and say that he's you know phenomenal or anything like that. But he has been playing, you know, below grade football, starting quarterback football, enough not enough to warrant him not even taking snaps anymore. They Dwayne, completely Dwayne Haskins has Dwayne. They completely took him off yeah. of that. That's uh, what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying Dwayne Haskins has been doing good enough to where you don't just obliterate him from the team, do you? Is it that bad? I mean, it hasn't been good. I I think they made a re- they they but made the decision to, to go take to Kyle from Allen. QB one to QB three in a week. Well, he he wasn't he wasn't active because he had like an illness down the line, and, and they just didn't activate him at all. I get so it. So that's that's why he he wasn't able. That's why he was QB three technically. I think he is still QB two on this team. Uh, maybe maybe not. We'll see. Maybe they're maybe they're absolutely burying him. But uh, yeah, I just if the Washington Ref- Redskins are doing that, or excuse me, Washington Washingtons are doing that. No team's gonna. You're not gonna pay for play trade for Dwayne Haskins. No, he do, he doesn't have any value at all. Um, there's guys, I would argue Josh Rosen has more trade value than a Dwayne Haskins just because you still have the, <laughs> the, you have the surprise package of, you yeah. know, I don't know what we got versus I know what we've seen, yeah. you know, kind of thing. I'm not saying either are pretty. Yeah, Ro- Rosen's on a practice squad right now, so, I mean, you know. I like, I like the role that he's stepping into at Tampa Bay, though. You don't think yeah. there's any chance for him? I mean, he's not a practice hey, squad. I don't know. I, I mean, you're, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing but rooting for this name. kid. I'm absolutely rooting for this kid, but the, every single NFL team had a chance to bring him to their their uh, their 52 man roster, and not one did. <laughs> and now Newton? he's on a practice squad. Huh? Cam Newton had the same thing, and only only two yeah, teams. Yeah, but called. come on, Cam Newton was in a different world. He could have he could have signed on to be a backup in a lot of places if he wanted to. Okay, yeah, that's you're you're right on that one. The whole point being is that we've seen what Dwayne Haskins is. And there, there is times where you see some promise there. I mean, Look, hey, I, I, I actually really do agree with you. I'm, I'm kind of questioning it now, but like I made a video in the off season talking about how, you know, he he does have some physical ability. He absolutely does. His, his mechanics and his legs, especially when he's throwing the football, are just off. They're Listen, just bad. I, I'm not a, but, I'm a huge Alex Smith fan. Yeah. I love Alex Smith. That was incredible seeing him come back to the field. Yeah. Kyle Allen is hot dog water. I have never liked Kyle Allen. I think last year PFF rated him as one of their lowest pure pocket passers. Yeah. He was horrible. No, he was terrible, yeah. That's a huge insult one for Dwayne Haskins oh, to get benched for him. One, at, one of the high, but I mean, I think it's one of the situations where he played for Carolina last year. Riverboat Ron was there. Riverboat yeah. Ron goes to Washington. Uh, Kyle Allen follows, and I mean, actually, I think they traded for him, I think. I think it was one of those weird, like, low-level low trades, but, but they traded for him. And uh, you know, uh, Riverboat Ron believes in him. He's he's had some good coaching as far as like he does. He practices with the set with uh, the the Carson Palmer's brother, uh, yeah, who, who Palmer. gets yeah who gets all of the top uh, quarterback recruits every year uh, to to train. So I mean, he he's been with him for a while. I'm not look. I'm not defending Kyle Allen. I don't want it to come off that that way. But I understand where the coach really liked him and the coach thought he needed to change, so they went with a guy that he believed in or he trusted more. Maybe that's the best way to put it. He trusted him more. Was it time, as Washington, though, as this team, is the quarterback the thing that's losing you games right now? No. I think there's a lot of, yes, partly it is. Yeah, partly. of course, yeah. There are so many other factors that are going into why this team isn't good right now, though. Yeah. And you were a team moving forward not trying to kind of fuddle up this whole situation at quarterback. 
and not know where you're going. I don't know. It's just no. I, I, but I, I, mean, I, I guess think, you're done with asking. I think that's, that's kind of the point, though. I think I think what R- Riverboat Ron knows he doesn't he doesn't take this job unless he knows he has a, a couple years of security. I'm not saying he has a, the longest leash in the world. This isn't like a Matt Rule situation where he got seven years, but he does have a leash. He knew this year wasn't going to be good. He had to know going to this roster, Dan Schneider, whoever's making the decisions up there knows that this roster is not going to be good enough to compete, right? So you go in and you figure out the pieces you have throughout the season as just a warm-up season, right? Like, he, he's trying. I, I truly think that's what it is. So I, gave, I guess he gave Dwayne Haskins his audition. He said, come on, okay. back." All right, all right. I'm not seeing enough to, to warrant another game. Let's see if I can make it work with Kyle Allen because I really believed I had something last year. And, and to be fair, his first three or four games as a backup was good. I just uh, as the like start, no, I, he was. I, he was. I totally he had that, a three and zero record. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he did. And then it kind of just went it downhill. It was the CMC show. And I think he got it. It got in his head, and it, it went very far downhill after that. And they had to start uh, the dude from from uh, Will Greer. Will Greer. I was gonna say the Florida kid, but he wasn't in Florida. He was a Virginia Tech or whatever yeah. it was. Um, so yeah, no, nah, it was. It got bad fast. Absolutely. Um, anyway, I, I think that's enough for Washington, right? Well, the I biggest mean, thing out of Washington is seeing Alex Smith come back. That's yeah. that's something that, that worthy, was so of, cool. worthy of it all was the props. So cool. I, I'm shocked and astonished to see that he would want to come back. Yeah. But he's, props to him. I think he's healthy. I mean, you know, I saw Aaron Donald on his back at one point. So, and actually, That's another thing. If you're Alex Smith, why come back against the Rams and Aaron swear. Donald? He wants to. And Kyle Allen just got hurt. That's the whole reason. Yeah, he Alex got knocked Smith out of the game. In. And Alex Smith is sitting there like, Ghoul? Oh, <laughs> he was go. in a bad spot. Listen, man, I, I love Alex Smith. I think everyone loves that story. And people were giving uh, were giving Aaron Donald shit for the tackle because he was kind of on Aaron Donald's back or on Alex Smith's back. Fuck that. Like, if you're, you're, Donald, you're playing football, man. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. You're not sitting here thinking, oh, this guy got hurt two years ago. If he's out on the field, you tackle him because that's your job. If I'm he's sorry. cleared, you see him black and white, and you're yeah, going to go get him. Yeah. I'm sorry. Aaron Donald's going to do his job. You can't get mad at him for that. Obviously, he wasn't trying to hurt the guy. He was just trying to bring him down. I mean, come on. Uh, you, you can't Playing half-ass NFL football is how you get hurt. That's I true. mean, as a, as a defensive player, as anybody, like you're you're going half speed, you're going to hurt yourself. Um, so I mean, look, I don't know. That's just that's just my personal thing. I thought that was really stupid. Um, any anywhere else with Washington? No. Yeah, I'm good with Washington. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. no. <laughs> um, one big shout out: my Miami Dolphins beat the 49ers. That's wild. right. We didn't just beat them. We scored more points than any team in the NFL last week. 47 points against the 49ers. I understand you can't compare that apples to apples. I'm just kind of bragging because this is my team. We beat the 49ers. We crushed them. We kicked their ass. Jimmy Garoppolo still injured. I actually put out a video this morning about Jimmy Garoppolo and just kind of talked about how he, I, I compared his um, a couple of his really bad throws uh, against the Dolphins in the first half to his throws in, in week one before he got hurt. And you could see like he is still seriously favoring his right hand. Right. So that's what you think it is? 100% sure. You think yeah. Jimmy G's garbage. Uh, oh, you think Jimmy G's garbage? 7 nah. of 17 with two interceptions. I'm 100% Ow. sure it was just injury. I'm, I'm 100% sure that that he will be fine once he gets healthy. He his his ankle was was seriously bothering him more uh yeah. you know more than I think he was letting on. Uh there was one one play which I showed it on the on the video uh where like I it was pretty much the exact same throw to the same part of the field and you could see and I'm not going to stand up but you could see his leg literally completely off the ground as he's releasing the football so versus, he just doesn't he's yeah versus yeah. like a normal un, his normal throw you know so you he's could not tell wanting to plant he's, he's not want, he wasn't wanting to plant that that right foot he wasn't wanting to put any any extra power into that right foot and you know you, you fuck that up you're gonna fuck up your whole mechanics and jimmy garoppolo i even said in the video 
do. He is not one of like the top one or five percent in the NFL of throwers that can just throw an arm. If this yeah. is Patrick Mahomes out there, yeah, he can probably throw on one leg and it'll be fine. Yeah, but, I mean, that's a mechanic based you know, guy. It, honestly, uh, fucking, uh, fucking uh, Josh Allen at this point, I think could probably do it too. As far as arm talent, uh, he just has that kind of. That's not Jimmy Garoppolo. We knew that wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo. He'll be fine. But he's injured. It, it costs him this game for playing. I think if C.J. Beathard's in there, they probably come into the game with a different a, a different game plan, and they probably would have at least been more competitive. But my, my Miami Dolphins got it fucking done. I was hyped. Yeah, uh, I'll bounce it over. Team? I know I'll bounce it over to my team and talk about how we almost got it done. And Dude. what did you think about the fourth down call? Because that's the big thing that's getting yeah, my that, That's where we have right to now. go, right? I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Look, so, uh, you know, I, I kind of went bold last week and said I thought the Vikings were going to win. And all game, I was like, I was fucking right. Bro, like, we, I was, we own I was, the game. I was hyping myself up. I was like, fucking called it. Like, I was getting in the group, you know, Sunday night. I'm just watching. I'm enjoying it. I was like, fucking go Vikings. And then for a moment, the Seahawks kind of get it back. But then the Vikings get it back. They're on fourth and inches. You're fourth in inches, and, and you you are right there. And I, I get that the numbers say if you get this if you get this first down, the game's over. And math, you're absolutely math right. Math says go for it. Math does say go for it. I don't think the math is accounting for Russell fucking Wilson. There is a zero percent chance in my mind that Russell Wilson wasn't going to get down to the end of the field and at least be in position to win the game if you if you uh, go for it and don't get it right. Yeah, and that's that's my mind. I'm a hundred percent sure that Russell Wilson is going to be able to bring you down to the field. Now at the red zone, things get tight. You never know what's going to happen. But my money's on Russell Wilson versus the the Vikings defense every single time. And you had two full minutes so there's you're not in any time constraint two full minutes i believe two two timeouts am i wrong yeah, right we, there we held them to a fourth and ten and they got that they got that absolute yeah. Hail Mary bomb once and they got that it was over it was over and look they they got the touchdown on a fourth down so they they converted two fourth downs good on the on the seahawks i guess the math says that mo- more often than not you're not gonna convert a fourth and ten and then a fourth and five on the goal line and you won't and you won't and i get that but this is russell wilson exactly. this, we've seen this offense you kick the field goal you guarantee that you're not gonna fucking lose i, I that in my opinion you guarantee that you're not gonna lose you're I, not gonna lose there you're not gonna you might lose in overtime but at least you know what I'll, you know what I'll, I'll take a coin flip. I, I would rather take a 50-50 coin flip that I get the ball and I get the chance to go down the field first against the Seahawks defense that hasn't really been able to stop them when they're in the groove, which they were, versus giving Russell Wilson the ball right there. And granted, I get it. it we're not even talking about this if they get the first, if they get exactly. the fourth down call. It, so this is one of those hindsight plays. But we, yeah. you know, listen. I, I texted you. I texted you, and I look. I hate being this guy. I hate sitting here, and we we make an active effort to not bring up these fucking fifty fifty calls where where you know you can point to oh the coach made the wrong decision because things played out the wrong way for him because that's so hard to do yeah. right like that's so hard if you can go back and you don't know what's going to happen. You make you make your decision. You you roll with it. So I get that. I don't want to completely shit on the Vikings. I understand the decision. I think it was the wrong call in the moment. I was texting you saying, "Do not no kick the field goal." I thought it was stupid that the announcers were even considering it. You kick the field goal. You you kick the field goal against the Russell Wilson Seahawks. I mean, come on. I I, I just think that's very obvious. I, I was told, you're the man, fan, so I mean, I, let, yeah, let me I'm the said. fan. I'm the lifelong fan, and I'm the lifelong fan of having the Seattle Seahawks always have our number, man. They beat us, whether it be, no, I'm saying I've had to witness it, which is why I'll stand by my coach. Yeah. I will. The the night that it happened, I was upset just because of the way that things went down. Well, just because I knew that as soon as we didn't get it, that's the thing in my head. If I'm Mike Zimmer on the sidelines, 
I'm not saying, okay, if we don't get it, we can still stop them. Yeah. Cut the bullshit. You're giving Russell Wilson the ball. You're giving it against a depleted Game's Vikings over. team. Yeah. Game's you get over. this, you win. You don't get this, you lose. That's the way that I really looked at it. And then when it happened, I was like, man, you know, it's one of those kick the, you know, hindsight 2020. Yeah. yeah. I wish we, we definitely should have kicked the field goal because you go up by eight. So that takes Russ having to do the same thing which he already That's did. That's my biggest thing. Come down the they field have and to, then get the two. They have to be on the goal line twice. And granted, maybe they weren't going to be on the goal line the first time. But then no matter what, they have to go down, get the touchdown in two minutes, which, you know, I'm going to give that to them. That's easy for the Seahawks to do. But then you're in a do-or-die, one-play situation, and that might not hit. That is still a 50-50 shot. Russ, Russ led them down the field, and they went for a two-point yeah. after they did it. They didn't get it. Theoretically, kicked that field goal. Because they tried to go up by three. Remember, we went up by one. Yeah. They so they went for two after they and already scored. They didn't scored. get it. And they didn't so get it. So uh, theoretically, kick the field goal, do the same whole thing plays out. They don't get it. Yeah. You know that. And that's, then obviously, that's what should have happened. Obviously, you can bring into the fact that Russell Wilson. You know, obviously, if he knows the game's Trust line, me, maybe he plays a little bit different. Circumstances. Yeah. So all of it, but yeah, it's not an apples to apples comparison, but it's close. You know. So one I, I last get what you're thing. Saying. Six seconds left. I know we were losing no matter what. That, that wasn't was not a fucking fumble. fumble. That was not a fumble. Absolutely, I, I 100% agree with yep. that. We but were losing no matter what, though. So it wasn't going to change anything. Y'all, y'all are not a drop pass, drop back pass football team. No, no, which no, no. with the amount you're paying your quarterback is unfortunate. But right now, we are a one in four football team. Yeah, the best fucking one in four football team I've ever seen. I stand by. They're they're on it, man. And look, people are going to look at the record and say, man, they sucked, and look at the first two games and say they sucked. They played the Titans really hard, a three and zero team, Should've and won they that played game. the Seahawks really hard. A four and team, and probably should have won that game too. So look, the Vikings are still, in my mind, a competitive football team for a, for a wild card spot. In my yeah. mind, no, I, I really know. think so. It's going to be near impossible just because of the way the record shifted. I would like to give our defense props for handling and containing Russell Wilson yeah. for as long as they did. They did a really damn good job until around the mid third quarter in keeping Russ contained. I mean, I think he only had. I, I don't know the stat off the top of my head. He was struggling under 150 yeah, yards the for first, a minute there. The first half, they could get nothing going. Exactly. I, mean, and and I don't know how we were doing it, but one of those things with the depleted secondary, Mike Zimmer's a defensive guy. It just, it, you know, I, able to do it. listen, man, I, like I said, I was so disappointed. I wasn't even disappointed as because I'm your friend. And I usually root for the Vikings when it doesn't affect me personally. Yeah. But, like, I wanted to be right on this so bad because I talked about it on the Hammercast podcast. I, I, I talked about it here. Like, I wanted to be right on this one. This was one of my, like, I was, I was kind of going against the grain. And I was, I was so I wanted it because I'm so high course, on Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're the NFC favorites. I think they are firing yeah. on all cylinders. And that let me know that we could you know, hold a candle to that at one yeah. and three, one and four. Moving forward, we should know the the Seahawks have no defensive line, and that is their biggest weakness. Unless they make a trade to really beef up that defensive line, which I actually kind of am expecting. I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't know who to expect. But one of these teams that have a piece on the defensive line that they're maybe not looking at as a long-term solution Trade him to see the Seahawks because the Seahawks need it and they're in position to win now. But right now, you look at teams that can beat the Seahawks. If the Titans and the Seahawks are in the Super Bowl, I think the Titans win it. Like based on you know, granted, Stop. I'm saying I'm saying the Seahawks play because the Seahawks can't stop the run. Seahawks cannot stop the run. No, they can't. Dalvin was Dalvin was giving him yeah. fits the other night and, until he got and hurt. You Madison know? was giving him fits. I mean, he was. Madison got 100 yards on the ground. But you still. Even with that playing out in the good scenario, you still cannot deny Absolutely. Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. I, I, I 100% agree. I'm just saying that is the weakness of the Seattle Seahawks. Now we know. Moving forward, yes, you they, look they at, definitely have a weakness. They at, need to get 
There's get a better couple. At. There's a couple teams out there that are going to be able to do that, and that's why I thought the Vikings could win because the Vikings were one of those teams that you know if that game plays again, the Vikings are in a good chance to win that. Like that was a 50-50 football game, you know. Yes, it was a coin flip. So you know it is what it is. Um, but you know, good on the Vikings. The Vikings. Let's look at their schedule. What What are the Vikings looking at? Can they Can they get to nine or ten wins and get to the playoffs? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we can. Um, it's we go into the Falcons this week. We should be able to take care of them. You know, it's going to be kind of one of those shootout. But our schedule. Our schedule's bleak, man. It is. I won't lie. All right. So let me look here. Yeah, I lost the Seahawks. So you got the Falcons, Packers, Lions, Bears. Let me go. So I'm going I'm gonna go win. So now four and two. Lose to the Packers. No, one and two. Oh, excuse and me, four. two and four. Excuse me. Lose to the Packers two and five. Beat the Lions three and five. Beat the Bears four and you five. You said beat the Bears though, and they're <laughs> I get it. I'm just I'm just going best case scenario okay. to, to get to the playoffs. So you know what has to happen. So three and five. Uh, beat the Cowboys four and five. Beat the Panthers five and five. Beat the Jags six and five. Lose to the Bucks uh, six and six. Beat the Bears again seven and six. Then you then you're in a situation where you have to beat the Saints and the Lions down the stretch. Yeah, you're, you're and, and that's giving us two toss up games with the uh, yeah. the Bears and the Panthers are playing pretty Saints. good football too. <laughs> yeah, so you're probably going to be an eight and eight football team at the end of the day, and I don't think that gets it done. Oh, and I don't want that anyway, just because then that's one of the things that really hurts our draft stock. You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, if, you, you if, end we're, up if we're one and four right now, that's a top five pick. Yeah. Yeah, I, but I, we're I not a top five pick football team. It's just it's tough to look at that now. You know what I mean? Um, it is. Yeah, I absolutely agree, man. All right, uh, do you have anything else college wise or, or anywhere you want to go with that? Yeah, um, college wise, Clemson came out and showed why they're Clemson. I know all the Derek King hype and the Miami. They're back and you blah, were blah, on blah. them, man. You were. I am. I, I like Miami a lot, and I still think they're a good football team. The problem is Clemson is the football team right now. You yeah. are not touching Clemson. Defensively, that's one of the things that we can look at at college football right now. Defense is struggling across, if you watch the, I know everyone watches the, the NFL. The I mean, yeah. yeah, it's because of this this lack of offseason, especially when it comes to college. These kids haven't got to hitting. They haven't gotten that, that, that groove. They haven't gotten yeah. that knocked off yet. And we saw Ole Miss just hang 40-something points on Alabama. Yeah. That never happens. I mean, Nick Saban was yeah, irate that, defense, that, that defense was that the the Alabama defense looked like butter in that game. I mean, Venables over at Clemson has them going though. Yeah, you're able you're able to contain Derek King and some of those other weapons that yeah. they have going. Absolutely, the way that and they really, showed up, they're the guys. Look, it, it didn't look close at the end of the game, but I mean, it would have even been less close close because the the field the, goal. the Falcons or excuse me the the Clemson Tigers try and go for a a 55 year old yard field Worse, goal. Sixty one was it sixty one yard sixty one yard. Okay, I was gonna say I knew it was long. I didn't realize it was that long. 61 yard field goal as time's expired when you're you're up like 21 to 3 going into that end of the half and then it gets blocked and returned for a touchdown makes it 10 to 21 to look like a respectable score yeah. and after after that i mean the coach literally comes out and says hey that was my fault i shouldn't have called that that's on me that's 100% my fault uh we'll move on we'll win and, you know obviously it didn't end up mattering but i, I love their i respect the coach for saying that and um you know it's just kind of a, a nice little you know nuance point to say hey the the Miami Hurricanes weren't even close in this game. Yeah, really and, that, and that was their test. That's where it happened because let's give props to Florida State for a second. They gave Notre Dame a little bit of fight. Yeah, they, they, really they did. did. In the first half, it looked close. That's the only other game on Clemson's schedule that is worth <laughs> even sitting up in your chair about. 
Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Clemson's close. got it covered. Notre Dame's Clemson's not good. Going to, I, yeah, I'm exactly. going to sit here and say that. So there Notre Dame's schedule or, or record right now might say they're good. Notre Dame's not good. The, the uh, Florida State Seminoles are absolute dog shit right now, and they were able to keep up with them for two and a half, three quarters. So, I mean, look, it, and it didn't end up looking close at the end. Yeah. But, I mean, it, the game was over in the fourth quarter, and neither team really scored it at all. You know, so it was one of those things. Where I don't, I think Notre Dame is is kind of an imposter. You know, when we talk about mm-hmm. the the Among Us game, yeah, yeah if they're, it's Among they're, they're an they're, imposter. Get them out of here, absolutely. Uh, Big Ten kicks off in two to three weeks. It's really good to see them get so going back at it. For that, bro. Yeah, and so then Pac twelve sometime in mid to late November, I think. But looking ahead to college football, we have two Goliaths going at it this weekend in yeah. Alabama and Georgia. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm here for it, no matter what. I think if there's a team that is playing more complete football. Georgia. It's Georgia. Right, yeah. Georgia because of the sure. defensive side of the ball. That's one yeah. of the things. I think Alabama's going to win this game just because we haven't seen Georgia really go up against anyone who offensively is elite. And, yes, that includes my Auburn Tigers. We're just not yeah. there right now. Man, I wish Najee Harris was in the NFL. Like he's, he's going so, to be a dude. He's such a fucking man. Jesus he's, Christ. He's a workhorse back that's going to need – he's going to find a home. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. That'll be a fun game. It'll be interesting to see. I can't wait for, for Big Ten football because there's a lot of guys. You know you know, I'm a draft guy. I always look at it from that standpoint. Rondell Moore declared yeah, back. I'm, Sean I'm Wade, excited we get for to see that. Justin Fields. I'm so excited for Justin Fields. All right, so I am I am in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to start posting uh, draft profiles again and kind of getting back into that. I'm kind of getting an early start because I want to be really prepared for the draft this yeah. year. Can you guess the first player I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about? Oh, I'd I'd bet a shot on it right now. It's Kyle Pitts. Ah, I fucking hate you. I'd bet a shot on <laughs> it. It's Kyle you. Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Uh, uh, video Kyle is Pitts is playing soon. out of his mind. Out of his fucking mind, man. Yeah, Kyle Pitts' video is coming soon. Probably the next couple of weeks. I'm gonna probably put out. Uh, I'm gonna make a couple of videos on my own and then start putting top them out. fifteen lock. Yeah, I know you're not ready because you have you. Your well, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. For me, top fifteen lock. Baby Gronk out of Penn Dude. State, he's going to be a first round pick as well. But Kyle Pitts is I watched, something so different. I, I was at the I was at the gym when I was I was kind of like you know uh, run slash walking, and I was watching the the Florida uh, Texas A and M game where Florida ends up losing, and I just like a couple plays in a row where I was like, who the fuck is that guy? And yeah, you know, obviously yeah. you told me about Pitts before, and I saw his name, and I was like. That's a fucking tight end. Holy, you know, like it just you he's, just need a couple dude, plays where man. you can kind of see it, you know. So I'm I'm excited. The second I saw that, I was like, man, I need to get into my draft profile. I want to watch this dude. Like, the I Florida offense as a whole, they got to find them some defense, and they really could yeah. be a national powerhouse team. So I'm am I crazy? Me. The the Texas A and M guy because you follow the names in college yeah, more course. than I do. Uh, the and I I follow no college football like uh, you know uh, media right. So I don't listen to anybody about college football. I watch on Saturdays here and there, but I, I'm really just a draft guy uh, that watches for, you know, them getting to the NFL, and then I watch my team, obviously. Uh, so, when I ask you about the Texas A&M running back 28, yeah, do you know anything about it? Spiller. Spiller, yeah. Is, that he, the, so, is he, is he uh, C.J. Spiller's brother, the old Clemson running back? No, I don't know anything about the, the ties. Okay. There, there could be some ties there. I don't know much okay. about him. I do know that this is Kellen Mond's team. This is supposed to be a vertical yeah. passing attack team, and that's what they've been trying to do, but Hell, man, I'm telling you, something flipped with Texas A&M and Jimbo, and they started running the ball, and I think it played into Florida's lack of defense, of course. Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah Spiller was able to take care of some business, man, and he's going to be really good. Uh, Lead rusher was Isaiah Spiller, uh, freshman. 
Uh, yeah, no relation related. to Clemson's uh, standout CJ Spiller. Okay, fair enough. I had to look it up. I was just curious. Um, uh, yeah. CJ Spiller was a highly highly touted running back though. Okay, coming in. So, I was I mean, say, he's a, he's a big name guy. Because I said something on our group chat. I was like, man, this dude looks good. And, and uh, Colin, our, our friend who's a big Florida guy, kind of shut me down. He's like, no, it's just Florida's defense. Well, and I don't know one or the other. You know, I really don't. You know, he's right though. You, right. No, that's totally the way fair. that they the way that Florida's been playing. I mean, they gave up. It's it's over 500 yards right now. Yeah. You cannot get it done by doing oh, that. Of course I'm not. sorry. Of course if, not. if you want to be the team that can really, really win, and that's what their year is yeah. with Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts and all these stars, Kadarius Tony on offense. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. And, they don't and, and that's it. totally fair. Like I said, I'm I'm coming from this. I watched two offensive drives from Texas A&M. That's all yeah. I saw, and one offensive drive from from Florida. That's that's about it. And then you know I went on to other stuff. So so that was the extent of what I saw. But just from that, that those were a couple of notes that I wanted to just ask you about. I actually love that segment where I just get to ask you about college mm-hmm. football because you know your shit with that. All right, man, uh, you good to go with picks? Yeah, run it. Run it. All right, guys. Like I said, and I'm, I'm going to keep saying this until it stops being true, 75% success rate. We are 12-4 and four in our locks. When we say bet on this team, this is the lock, fucking bet on it. I mean, make some money with us. Last 75%. Week, last, last week, we both made some money, right? Yes, like, we Yeah, did. we made some good money, and it's going to keep going. Like I, I've, I don't think I've ever been to this point in the NFL season where I'm like, man, I'm making good money betting on football, right? Like, yeah. Like, if I had the balls to actually bet real money, I would be... Oh, like be, some yeah. big bucks? Yeah, yeah like be I, worth I'd it. be making some money, but I don't, the second I start doing that, I'll start losing, so I stopped. I don't That's do how that. it goes. Um, but all right, uh, let's, let's go. There's no Thursday night game this week. It was supposed to be the Bills and the Chiefs on Thursday night uh bills and titans play at tonight as we're recording it so just about to kick off in 30 minutes yeah i was gonna say so we're about to watch that uh oh god i hope we get done in time to watch that game we will um but so we're not gonna talk about the bills or titans game too much or at least we're not gonna make our picks we'll talk about we'll mention it uh but no thursday night game sunday lions jaguars is the first team we're gonna talk about and we disagree oh shit you you took the lions here i'm taking the jaguars to win this game uh the jaguars or the lions are favored by three and a half points it is a 40 54 and a half over under. I'm taking the Jags to win and obviously cover the spread and then taking the under. Where, where are you at with this? We agree on the under. I yeah. took the under just because I don't think Jacksonville is going to really have that much going for Detroit right now. Mm-hmm. I think Detroit and Matt Patricia coming off of a bye week, I think this is a really promising team. And Matt Stafford started clicking. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I hope regressed to the mean here is Marvin Jones. He's been struggling out on the field. And I wouldn't say really struggling has. because of... It's just the lack of numbers, the lack of red zone targets, the yeah. touchdowns. Once again, we haven't really seen Matt Stafford take over and have a Matt Stafford-like game where yeah. Galladay gets his 152 touchdowns or Jones has his 112-yard, you know, eight-target <laughs> game. say 152 touchdowns? Oh, 150 and two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I heard 152 touchdowns. No, I was like, that's like not good. <laughs> they have their weeks where this offense can throw up 40 points, and that's just the way that it rides right now. Yeah. And the defense is playing good football. Yeah. They shut down a Cardinals offense that a lot of people have a lot of hype behind right now. And yeah. I think coming off of a bye week, Jacksonville is not that much of a threat to them. Man, I, I totally get that. I, I look at this team, this Lions team, as a team that's maybe – uh, not playing into their strength in the sense that this is this they could be what the Falcons are with a better defense, right? Like they could be a team that just goes and, and scores and scores and scores, and then and then you know has a defense that can that can keep teams under thirty. You know, and I think they could play that way. They don't. They play a little bit more conservative than that. Uh, for that reason, I'm taking the Jaguars to outscore. I actually think this is going to be 30-24, so it's right barely on the under. I'm not confident in that under, but I, I'm taking the under there just because that's 
54 and the, the line is 54 and a half. Um, I, I think the Jaguars are a team that, you know, obviously they haven't won since week one. I'm not sitting here and saying they're a good team, but I don't think the Lions are that good either. And I think this is a game where the Lions are going to keep the Jaguars close like they do every week. And Garner Minshew is going to be able to go down and score in the last minute and win this game. Hey, I'm here for it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. All right. So we'll, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go to the, the Falcons. And the absence of Dan Quinn taking on the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The line is set at 55 points. And we agree on everything except for the uh, the over-under. I have the Vikings winning, the yeah. Vikings on the spread at th- the three-and-a-half points, and I have the over. I think this is going to be a game where the Falcons are going to be able to toss the ball around, you would think, on our defense just yeah. a little bit. But Especially those quarters. As long, sure. as long as we can get our run, run game going, Dalvin's okay, I hope. We should be. I mean, we've been playing good football. Yeah. I don't think Dalvin's playing this week, but Alexander Madison's fine. If you're yeah. in fantasy and he's available, go get him. Uh, Alexander Madison. Look, I mean, a really honestly, good plug and play. This is kind of. I was kind of thinking this during the game, and we didn't mention this in the other segment. This is why I wasn't worried about about uh, you know the Dalvin Cook pay, uh, contract, which he got paid, and that's that's great. I'm proud of Dalvin Cook for getting that money. But Alexander Madison's a good running back. This is why you don't pay your running back because there was not similar, a big drop off. I mean, they there run wasn't. similar too. Yeah, they run similar. They look similar as like just the their body type looks very similar. Yeah, there wasn't a huge drop-off between Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Obviously, I'm not saying Dalvin Cook isn't as good or they're the same level, but production-wise, there wasn't a drop-off. There just wasn't. I mean, that's look at the numbers. There, there was not a drop-off. Uh, so, you know, that's just something to, to keep in mind. That's why teams don't want to pay the running back because shit like that happens all the time. I do think I do absolutely agree with you on everything you just said. I think the Vikings win this game handily. I do think it hits the under because I thought 55 point was a lot, and the Falcons have been hitting Coming the under. Coming from the Falcons, right? Yeah, yeah, it was truly just the Falcons have hit the under the past couple times, and it's like, Maybe this does hit the under, so I went under. We don't really pride ourselves on over-unders. We're not that good at that. So I mean, that's we, one of those things where it's just you have a game script in your head at how it plays yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. It can go so many different ways. Exactly. Look at last night's game with the Saints and Chargers. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see the Chargers jumping out to a 20 to nothing lead like they did, you know? Yeah. And then if you're an over-under better in that one, you're immediately going, Fuck. shit, what just happened? <laughs> uh, you want to yeah. lock it? Um, the Vikings to cut. Yeah, man, I, I, it's okay. I think, no, I, I'm pretty confident in that. I just didn't even realize we were going there. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Let's lock that one. That's a, that's a, I feel really comfortable with the Vikings win this game. There's a lock handily. of the week. There we go. Lock of the week. All right. We but. really desperately need this win. We've been playing some really good football. And if we don't get this one done, it's over. Zimmer's got some questions to answer. Yeah, absolutely agree. All right. Uh, we'll move on to Bengals and Colts. The Colts host the Bengals this week. Bengals coming off an absolute brutal loss to the Ravens, which we called. That was our lock of the week for the Bengals to lose by 13. Nailed that one. Thank you very much. 13 um, points. That's bold uh, to lock it. Yeah, too. exactly. Colts. We did not nail. We thought. Uh, actually, I think we disagreed on that. I thought the Colts would, would win that game. You, you had the Browns. You called that. I lost. Uh, but the Colts are favored by eight points, forty-six and a half over under. I am taking the Colts to win this, but I do think the Bengals cover the spread of eight points. I think the Bengals are better uh, than than you know maybe they're they're getting credit for coming off this Ravens loss. The Ravens are a good football team. They didn't match up very well against the Ravens. The Bengals are going to be able to score against the Colts. Not a lot. I'm not saying they're going to win this game, but they're going to be able to keep it co- close. I think Joe Burrow, you know, he doesn't want to get blown out very much, very very often yeah. in many football games and play on the Bengals. It might not work out for him, but this week I do think they keep it within a touchdown. Uh, so I will take the Bengals to cover, and I also took the under. Yeah, I got Colts 28-24 in this game. I have the under, just, or the, the over. That's just where it checks out whenever I did the score. Yeah. Bengals are going to keep it close, though. Joe Burrow has way too much dog in him to roll over and, and die. Absolutely. Can we mention one thing about A.J. Green and some got hurt reading some lips on the side? Oh, I saw that. Yes, saying, yes, yes. trade me. Why don't you just trade me? Yeah. I don't know. It kind of felt like he's just... 
you know, not invested in the whole rebuild type of thing. He wants to kind of just get out of there. Yeah. So look, so this is kind of a behind the scenes thing. I was actually making a video for uh, Saturday night for AJ Green, and I just, you know, I was doing the film, and I was kind of, like, putting it together, and I just kind of stopped midway through production, actually, while I was editing it, where I was like, man, I don't know how much I believe everything I'm saying. I was like, man, I don't know how good AJ Green is right now, because I was kind of coming from the angle Yeah, I was about that, to say, he's heavily targeted. One exactly. of the top ten targeted receivers out there, exactly. but fewest catches. I, I was coming from the angle that it's going to bounce back, and that he's going to be okay, and then I was kind of watching the, the routes, and I was like, man, I don't love that, and then I was, like, watching the route combination, and I was like, man, I I don't love that and it, it, there were just too many things where i was like man i don't fucking know and i just stopped making it. i was like you know what i'd rather just not make something that i don't believe it and then he gets hurt the next week and obviously this yeah. comes out and i'm kind of glad that i didn't make that video because i might have ended up looking stupid uh so with all that being said i yeah I, I hope they do trade him i really do i'd love to see aj green succeed somewhere i'd love to see a team that maybe is going for a push 49ers maybe could trade for an aj green on the uh, outside philadelphia man. philadelphia that makes perfect philadelphia sense makes a lot of sense you're absolutely right that makes a whole lot of since thing is Philadelphia, I mean, well, yeah, they're they're in con- contention for a wild card spot. You never know, or for a division spot. So you're absolutely right. That makes a whole whole lot of sense. Uh, anywhere else you want to go with that? No, that's I, I still like AJ Green a lot. Like I said, I just think it really yeah. hadn't gone his way. But. He, he he needs look. He doesn't have the speed anymore. He he was a four five guy coming out of anymore. college. I mean, I don't think he's regressed. Uh, yeah, I was gonna least. say that's what I'm saying. He was a four five guy coming out of college. He's probably like a four six guy now. Like that, and I'm yeah. that's not an insult. He is still a go up and get it type of guy. But he's in an offense where he's trying to play like a bunch of slants and a bunch of like, and he's not getting separation that way. I mean, he needs to be. Uh, I don't know. I, I think he needs something else. I would love to see what uh, what the Eagles could do with him. I think they could use him in a better way. Anyone else, go get him. If you're, use the, Bengals, him, use him if the, you're way, the Bengals, T. Higgins has really lived up to what you would hope and, in the same A.J. Green type role. And uh, T. Higgins and A.J. Green play the same fucking exactly. position. So they play the exact same AJ, position. Get you some capital. You're a young team. It yeah. makes perfect sense on both parties to be able to trade. I, and I something. absolutely agree. And yeah. it doesn't have to be a lot. Fourth round pick or something, you know, because exactly. there's some there's some cap that goes into the A.J. Green put trade. So yeah, I, I would love to see that. Alright, we'll move on. Bears-Panthers. This is a game I'm really excited for. We agree yeah, on this it. This is the imposter team. This we get is, to see what the Bears are the fucking imposters, man. We've said it so many times, and now like I'm confused because they 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 won and they they beat the Bucks <laughs> on Thursday Bucks. night. Are they? And I mean, we didn't. I don't think anybody saw that coming, and you know, especially not me. Not knowing what down it is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was weird. I remember because I didn't even realize that happened until I saw it on social media later. Because I I watched the game and actually turned it off the second he threw that interception or threw that incomplete pass on fourth down, and I was like, that was kind of a weird throw to do on fourth down. Why wouldn't he have done a higher percentage throw and then afterwards i realized oh social media told us he thought it was fourth down because i didn't yeah. even watch the, the that whole interaction uh but yeah that was crazy man maybe the i don't i don't know i look at this i look at this game and i say the panthers are going to be able to outscore the bears uh but we'll see if the bears defense is up to the task to take on the panthers we'll see i do think the panthers win this game the panthers are favored by three points 44 and a half over under i think the panthers win this i do think it's the over and i think the panthers win by a touchdown Man, we agree. We agree unanimously. Panthers win, Panthers cover, and I have the over as well. Just because I think the the Panthers have been playing some really good football. Robbie Anderson has emerged as a true target for Teddy Bridgewater. He's kind of becoming a security blanket. A lot of fantasy owners wish it would be DJ Moore. He had a good week last week. But both of them together doing a really good job. Mike Davis is stepping up and performing the CMC role as good as he can for his physical ability. Yeah. I don't know what the Bears defense can bring to the table. I know what the Bears offense can bring, and it's inconsistency. Yeah, so incredibly inconsistent. We're, we're going to see where it goes. The Bears are going to get them to around 20 to 27-ish points. Mm-hmm. I am pretty confident the Panthers can outscore that. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. Are you? I'm, I'm on the fence. I can't on this lock one. it. I, I was gonna say I'm glad you. Can't I'm glad you said it. that because if you would have pushed me, I probably would have agreed. Uh, but I'm on the fence on this. I'm not sure. I'm kind of going down the list. I'm like, man, I don't know how many locks we're gonna have this yeah. week. Yeah, uh, which is okay. Hey, we don't we don't put a number on how many locks we can have. We want to be right. We want 100 success rate every week. So if we have one lock. We have one lock. That is what it is. I mean, it's football. It's it's tough to it's tough to grade every single week. All right, we'll move on. Uh, Washington and the Giants. The Giants are favored by three points in this game. 43 over under very very low over under i do think the giants win this i think the giants cover i'm taking the over uh i'm actually surprised to see we disagree on this game uh, yeah i'm actually going to reverse course right now oh really because i don't know what i was thinking whenever i was doing that i think i was just distracted and stuff giants played some really good football against the cowboys it was a cowboys depleted defense um the washington defensive line is going to wreck the giants and daniel jones yeah darius slayton played some good ball they found ways to get evan ingram involved I don't know. I'll, I'll change the Giants totally. All right, so you're though. taking – do you want it the spread as well? Uh, three Giants points. take yeah, over yeah. three points? Yeah, okay, three cool, points. cool, cool. Give me that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. <laughs> Everything you said, I 100% agree. I don't know what Washington's going to be. It, it, the reason I picked Washington was because of the defense. That's I, I thought that they were going to be able to do yeah. enough stuff to just keep it. But I Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, I just can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out on Washington right now. I'll take the Giants. Do you, you're not going to lock it. No. You're, just now, you're no. just now flipping, so I can't imagine. Yeah, I'm not a lock. All right, so we'll move on. This is a game I wanted to lock. We disagreed with me, and I'm so upset. All right, Steelers host the Browns this week. Uh, the line is three and a half points uh 51 point over under i'm taking the steelers to win this game i'm taking the steelers to crush the browns i, I feel very strongly about this i think, you the, think the browns are an imposter i do think the browns are a little bit of an imposter i but really i this is more of a compliment to the steelers i think the steelers are a really good football team i think they're going to crush the browns i think they they match up really well their defensive line is legit he is they are going to be giving baker mayfield so many fits um look the steelers corners aren't amazing obj and jarvis will get open here and there so Points will be scored for the Browns, but I think in crunch time, that defensive line is going to make life hell for the Browns, and then also they will be able to contain a a uh, of Kareem Hunt and a a Johnson Darius well enough Johnson. to to win this game. And obviously, we saw what the Steelers can do offensively. I think they'll they'll be able to keep that going as well. I think the Steelers crush them. I think this hits the over because the Steelers are going to put up like thirty three points. Browns probably get like seventeen. Hits the over. Man, I have more for the Browns on that. I have the Steelers winning. I do have the Browns covering, and that's a slim margin at three and a half points. That's how close I think wow, this game is. Wow, you think be. this is a coin flip? I, I think this is a coin flip kind of game, and the reason I chose the Browns to have the spread right here, yes, this is one of those where I get a lot of these wrong just because I pick close spreads, but that's because I want people to know how close I think this game is going to be. Mm-hmm. The Browns are a really good football team. Their defense is is something to be – I mean, they're a force to reckon with. Mm-hmm. Yes, Chase Claypool is emerging now as the Steelers, and it's like – that is the last thing, if you're not a Steelers fan, that you want is another wide receiver weapon to, <laughs> to step up on that team. I mean, Man. They're, they're loaded all around. Their defense is playing really good football. I do think the Browns, though, are a playoff team this year. I think they're a playoff caliber team, and I think we're going to see some probably one of the better games of the week right yeah, here. Yeah, absolutely agree. All right, and this is, this is the point of the show where I admit that I was dead fucking wrong. Uh, I'm going to... Let me do that one more time. Yeah. It's Chase Claypool. Time. Yeah, Chase Claypool is the fucking man. I called him out as being a guy who was just going to be way overdrafted because of his his combine. I did not see it uh, from a from a film standpoint. 
And I was dead wrong. I had him one, as one of my lowest wide receivers. I didn't see it in any way. And I was so confident that I didn't even go back and rewatch, which I regret now, obviously, because it's looking like I was dead wrong. Second, he went to the Steelers. I felt very nervous about it. Um, and now I do remember you saying that. You said that if he, if there is a team that can bring that out of him, man, it was the Steelers. And, and look, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and, and and you know pretend like I was right because I kind of went back on it the second he went to the Steelers because Steelers are so lucky with with uh, what not lucky. They're so good at, at drafting yeah. wide receivers. But man, I was dead wrong. I want to own that. I think that's something when we started you, the show you that very we harsh against Chase Clay. Yeah, and uh, you know when we started the show, we wanted to be honest with our with our opinions. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. But if we're right, we're right. I will take the victory lap when I hit it. This one, I was I'll take the L here. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. All I right. would like to say that I safely straddled the fence on Chase Clay. <laughs> I acknowledge that he has insane physical ability, but I did say it's going to take a really good team and a really good coach to come in and refine that and kind of mold him into what he is. Guess what he got? Boom. <laughs> Your boy hits by straddling the fence <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go ravens eagles eagles are are an eight point underdog in this game 47 and a half point over under which i think is low for some reason well, i don't know why that would be there anyway uh i'm taking the ravens to win this game to cover eight points which is a lot i'm not like super confident in that but i do think the ravens are a better football team i, I think they can crush the the eagles i think they make this like an 11 point game that's kind of where i'm at with it uh where you know maybe late in the fourth quarter they get another touchdown put it away and that defense is good enough where they don't even let the eagles ever get back into it uh, i'm taking the over i do think this is like I don't know, a 33-23 type of game, or, you know, 34-23, something like that. I was wondering where you had the the over coming into this just because I have the under, and it's the Ravens absolutely dominating. Eagles aren't getting more than 14 points. Really? Okay, so you you see a different kind of game script, the the same result? We, We have the same result. Ravens are covering. Eight points is stout. The Ravens have been up against that spread a lot this year, though, and they've covered time they've and time covered, again. Yeah, they've covered multiple times. And granted, they've had a good run of bad teams, and this could be one of those, like, slip-up games for the Ravens. Um, but, I mean, really, they have been all on all on firing on all cylinders ever yeah. since the loss to the, the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Do you want to maybe lock this? I Eight points know. is hard. Eight points is hard. Lock it. Fuck mm, it. Yeah, we're going to lock hey, it. Hey, make sure if you have. Can we that- circle back? Can we circle back? Because I, I want to lock this, but if we, I, I want to have two. I really do. And and I do That's believe fine. this. Look at highlighted. If we can't find another one along I, the way, because I don't think we are. I don't think we'll we see. are either just looking at our picks now that they're up, but uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe we maybe we agree down There's the line. one we'll game. See. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's see how that goes. We're probably only going to have two locks this week just based on how this conversation went. I'm fine with locking it, but we'll see how that goes. All right, moving on. Uh, very quickly, we already kind of talked about this game last week. It got postponed to this week. Broncos, Patriots. Patriots host the Broncos. I feel so bad for both these teams. Give me they Cam just, and I'll lock it. I don't care what the numbers are. Really? Okay, Give I'm not going to do that. I'll lock it. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I do think the Pats win. We can't lock it because we don't know what the line is. Give me Cam and I'll lock it. <laughs> All right, I, I do agree. The Pats are going to win this game regardless of what the line is. I'm going to feel pretty good about it. But as of recording this, we don't know what the line is. Um, we are Patriots are winning this game. They're a better football you, team. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It, it's so unfortunate for both teams, though. They lost their bye. Yes, it, and that's one of those things that goes back to, I've said it time and time again, we are going to have a modified schedule. We are going to have yeah, modified things that happen. we're all going to have to get over and just cope with. Yeah. No, I, abso- I absolutely agree, but, I mean, that just is what it is. So we'll move on. Jets, Dolphins, my Miami Dolphins fucking beat the 49ers, <laughs> and now we get to co-play the fucking Jets. We're going to be – record right now? We're going to be – we're 2 we're gonna be right now. We're going to be fucking 500 if we beat the Jets, we're gonna and we're going to beat the goddamn team. Jets. Let's go! Woo! 
Oh, I'm so excited. Sorry, guys. I know that just I can't blew out your eardrums. I can't wait for this to be clipped. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait for it to be clipped when somehow the Jets I will that do that game. I will do that. If the Jets win this, I will clip it and play it at the beginning of the podcast tomorrow, right? Hold me to that, all right? Yeah. Uh, I think the Jets win this game. Or I think, I think the Dolphins win this game. I took the Jets to cover an eight and a half point spread. You took them to cover. I did. You go all hooping and hollering, and you expect it to be a close game. I am scared. I'm a Dolphins fan. I never touch my team when it comes to betting. I just don't know. I feel like this is one of those Adam Gase things where they're gonna be. He's gonna be like, "Fuck this. We're gonna fucking yeah, my old team. We're gonna find a way." Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I I don't I don't truly believe it, but I'm just hedging my bets a little bit because the Dolphins have this innate ability to let me down. And this is like <laughs> this is the most hope I've had for my team in three years. You guys under, have to understand that, right? Like truly, truly, the it most is. hope I've had for my team in almost three years, and probably the first time we're gonna be five hundred in three years. So let me have this. Let me just. Have this fear of thinking the Jets are probably going to fucking win this game anyway. We'll see. I don't it's want fine. you to I talk. have the Dolphins winning, Dolphins covering. I think this is a game that y'all have been coming out and playing really above what you're capable of. And it's. Been, <laughs> you like how I give compliment yeah, stabs? That was nice. That's what you do to me. Yeah. It's like you're really good sometimes, jab. <laughs> uh, Dolphins can do it, though. They should be able to. Fitzmagic's been balling. All right, let's move on. Who we got next? We have the Packers Ooh. and Bucks, and this is a really good game. We disagree, uh, we disagree on it. It's going to be one that we have to stay highlighted on. Bucks, two-and-a-half-point underdog here, 54-point spread. I have the Packers. I have the Packers covering because I have them winning, and I have the over on the points at 54. Yep. Packers, uh, man, I, I don't know. After the Bucks, the way that they played against the Bears just wasn't enough for me. They still have a lot of problems where some weeks they click, some weeks they don't. Their wide receivers are really banged up. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see, man, and I, I totally get that. I am taking the Bucks to win this. I think this is a coin flip game where you give Tom Brady and the Bucks an extra three days to practice because they're coming off a Thursday night game, so they got 10, 10 days versus seven days for the Packers. Uh, I, I do think the I think the Bucks win this game in a close one. I took the over uh, 54, obviously, because the the Packers are favored in this game, so I'm taking the Bucks to cover the spread as well. Um, yeah, I, I feel pretty not great about that. I, I'm kind of a coin flip. I could have gone Packers another, too. Another possible game of the week. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll move on. Rams 49ers. So, so excited for this. Uh, we agree across the board here. Um, I'm, I look, so the for, the Rams are favored by three and a half points. Obviously, 49ers have their quarterback issue. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo will be starting this week. I think he's going to go back to uh, that that injury designation with that high high ankle sprain. Uh, like I said, uh, during the pod, and you can check out my video on it, or I went in kind of detail on why I think he's just still hurt. But regardless, I think the Rams win this game. Rams have been firing on all cylinders. They have a better football team. They're going to be able to match up against them pretty well defensively as well. And the 49ers, they're just, they're really beat up. This is the game that I said that we would lock. This was, this was the only really? other one. Fine if you don't want to. For me, it's one of those things when I look at the Rams offense, the way that they've been utilizing Cooper Cup and Robert Woods yeah. and all these guys, they're really clicking. They're using the running backs to perfection. And then you go look at the defensive side and the type of problems that Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are going to be able to cause this a good 49ers O-line, but an inexperienced quarterback in C.J. Beathard, Nick Mullins, whoever takes the whoever takes the snaps right there. Yeah, man, I, I look, and I do agree with you. I am really, really nervous to lock that 
I, just because the Rams have played good teams close, right? They they played the they they lost the Bills by we three points. We don't really know what they, they are. beat the Cowboys by three points, or Cowboys really aren't that good. But I mean, they've really only ever they've beaten the Giants, the Washington Washingtons, and the Eagles, yeah, and, and the Cowboys. So they, they haven't. They pretty much took care of the worst division East. in football. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's As about they all they've done. So I am I'm not going to lock this. I actually was thinking the other game was the game we were going to consider locking. Um, but look, so this is why I am not going to bet against Kyle. Shanahan for four points. I, I think this could be this is a coin flip game to me. I actually think the Rams should win this game. And if this wasn't a coach that I just believe in more than anything else, I would tell you, yeah, the Rams are gonna win this. But I, I just or the win Rams are gonna crush them. But man, this is the 49ers. I think this line is as close to, as it is because of that. They're giving a little bit of respect to the the you know the coaching the staff geniuses, and the history, yeah. you know, the the past year and a half of being really good regardless of you know the talent on the field or you know who's playing or who's hurt so i'm not gonna lock this i don't want to like this i just i'm not not comfortable about it i'm just not but i we i do agree with everything you said i don't have anything else to add on to that i think the rams win this game we'll kick it to monday night football and we have the arizona cardinals going to the dallas cowboys uh cardinals are a three-point favorite now that line has shifted since the dak prescott injury we knew that would happen over under is set at 54 and a half I have the Cardinals winning, I have the Cardinals on the spread, and I have the over. I do think the Cowboys are still going to be able to give them fits, and I feel like this is something that you want to lock, and I can't. I understand that. I, I do. Can't. I, I just, I, there's there's too many ways yeah. this can play out. Seeing the Cardinals come out at times and do what they should, but then they go lay an egg against the Lions, and offensively they just had some struggles. I know that defensively the Cowboys are nowhere near, you know, it. it Look, the Cardinals should take care of this. You handedly. are you are absolutely right because even as you talked about that, I wanted to bring up the point that the Cardinals have not looked good the past three weeks. They really haven't. They beat the Jets obviously and they crushed them, but but they haven't. They didn't really look good doing it. And and Kyler Murray, regardless of the numbers, did not look good. His week three or week four game obviously came out hot and played very well in the first couple games of the year. I agree with you, man, because this Cowboys team they can score at any time. I'm not sure what to think about this card. You're right. As we were getting, as we were gearing up, to it talk would about not this surprise game. me if Andy Dalton comes out here and is able to get this yeah. team to and, a victory. And at the end of the day, I do think the cards win. I do think the cards cover, but it is very difficult to bet on the cards to win this game and cover this game on a Monday night when the Cowboys are made for Monday night and the cards are just. Uh, we don't know what Kyler Murray is going to be. Are we going to see good Kyler Murray where he runs for 50 yards? And good Kyler touchdowns? Murray should kill this defense. Absolutely. Yes. But a bad Kyler Murray throws three interceptions. So I, I don't know what and we're going to see. Another thing is this is not a good. Cardinals defense. It's not. Cowboys Buda Baker's weapons. hurt. Uh, yeah, they're, you know, you're absolutely right. I think I think Chris Jones is banging it up. I don't Amari know. Mari Cooper, Gallup, and CD should eat. Andy Dalton is very capable of getting his playmakers the ball. Yeah. And the good part about getting your playmakers the ball, sometimes it's hard when you have one or two. Yeah. They got like four. They do. They really they're do. Good. All right. Uh, let, I'm gonna circle back. I as we were talking about it, the more I thought about it, I do agree with you. Uh, Ravens, Eagles, we're gonna lock that. So our two locks of the week are the Ravens to cover eight points versus the Eagles and the Vikings to. Uh, beat the Falcons by four or more points. Those are our locks. Bet on them. We are 75% success rate. We have not lost once this year when we have just two locks. All right. So that is pretty much 
locked and loaded guarantee. Take those bets. I shouldn't promote gambling. Do it if you have the money. If you have extra spare money to bet, don't bet if you if you don't. Run. Um, but uh, last two games we're just going to mention very quickly. Ti- Texans play the Titans this week. I do think the Titans will take care of the Texans. Uh, Titans play at take home. Take care of the Texans. Take care of the Texans. That's, awesome. That's exactly right. I take care that. of the Texans. Um, I like that shit. <laughs> Titans are winning that game. Yeah, Titans are winning. And then a Monday night game uh, got moved from Thursday, Tuesday, yeah, no, Thursday to Monday. Chiefs Bills, so excited for that. That'll oh, be the game, be best game awesome. of the week. Man. That'll be the best game of the week. I don't know who's going to win. I'm I lean expect Chiefs, them to Wilson. line up before the game, and if I don't see a Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen throw off, mm-hmm. I'm pissed. I swear. They've, they've talked, they've about talked so much heat about it. Yes. All you got to do is come out 10 minutes early. COVID, you can stay on the other sides of the field. Sit on the stand, stand six feet apart. Goal line to goal on line. The, on the goal line, see how far you get. Chuck it. Chuck it. My I money, love to see that. Josh Allen. My money, Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Shot better uh, if it happens. Yeah, uh, I'll do a shot bet on that if it happens. But you also need to kind of loop back real quick in your head and find some three shot bet that you got. Uh, you got to play somewhere along the way. I got to give you something good because I've still been beating you. Um, I won uh, this week. You no, you won this week, but I beat you more than you beat me. We're two and two. We're two and two. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I don't have to yeah, give you. Fuck you. I don't have to give you anything easy. Shit. Saying uh, booty. <laughs> um, you want to do one tonight? Titans. Titans. Bills. What do you got? Ryan Tannehill has more fantasy points than uh, Josh Allen. Bro, now you're giving yourself shots. You don't believe that. I don't. Yeah, don't do get, something. Get, okay, you don't give me give me in. a handicap. Give me a handicap on true fantasy points PPR. Give me a handicap. I'll give you eight points. You give me eight points. I'll take that for sure. Okay. Eight points. Eight points. Josh Allen. Yeah. And if it's dead ass even at eight points, we both take two. You know what'll suck? Is whenever this could be some ugly just and grind get, out seventeen I, I thirteen some game, and then you're time. gonna get it. Well, yep. well, I mean, Josh Allen could have twenty six, and Tannehill gets seventeen, and you you're pretty much there. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. All right, we'll see how that goes. You gave me eight. Give me seven. I feel like it's too much. Seven and a half. All right, seven and a half, and it hits seven and a half. We're we're good. We'll shake on it again. Hang on, take the yeah six and a half deal. Six, six wait, and a half. Wait, no seven. Six and a half. Seven. Six and a half. All right, six and a half. That's fine. All right, cool. All right, uh, we're gonna get out of here, guys. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel Between the Pylons. We have some great stuff coming out every single week. As great as well as the best part, this podcast where we just talk football. Can't have more fun than that. And then uh, listen to us on podcasts, all that good stuff. Thank you to uh, to underdog podcast for for uh keeping you know for dealing with us we really appreciate y'all uh peace out yes seven